Hey there, you're listening to Mad Chats with Black Girl, White Bee. I'm your host, Justine, and today is a blog post episode. These episodes are dedicated to those who hate reading, I get it, or those of you who don't have time to read. If you'd like to refer to this blog post, the link will be in the episode or you can go directly to blackgirlwhitegee.com and the episode title will correspond with the title of the blog post. So here goes. This episode is entitled Basic Jiu-Jitsu Etiquette for White Belts. When you're new to jiu-jitsu, there are a lot of rules and things you got to think about when you train. Here is some basic jiu-jitsu etiquette for BJJ newbies. We all know that martial arts teaches you respect and discipline. It goes back to ancient times of the master and student relationship where the student's goal was to be as good as the master. In the newest century, the same principles apply, but with a modern twist, of course. Although there are people who eat, sleep, breathe, and dream martial arts with the aim of competing at a professional level or becoming a master in their own right, most of us have normal jobs and do jujitsu as a means of exercise to compete and such or stress relief. That doesn't mean that there isn't a level of respect for the instructors <coughs> and for your training partners that comes with going to any martial arts gym. Every gym has their own rules, but because jujitsu is mostly what I do, I decided to come up with a list about the rules and etiquette that you have to have as a white belt. Every gym has their own rules and regulations about what to do when you're on and off the mats, but this list is everything I've learned while training in China, the U.S., Panama, and other places. Before you even get to the gym... Make sure your gi and your clothing is clean. If you're just starting to train and you're so passionate about jiu-jitsu that you want to train every day, make sure that you have two gis. One is in the wash and one is dry and ready to go. In some places without dryers and it is cold and wet, you might need three. Um, When I was in Panama, I never had this problem except for when it's like rainy season. Number two, cut your fingernails and toenails. Um, I know for you women out there, this is rough, especially if you like long manicures. But do you know what messes up a nice manicure? Blood and skin. So make sure those nails are cut short. And, you know, there's um, ways to have a nice manicure with short nails. So especially if you want to get serious about jujitsu. If you're sick, don't train. Would you want someone sneezing in your mouth? Didn't think so. If you have unidentified rashes, don't train. Do I need to say anything more? Hashtag ew. When you arrive to the gym, here's another set of rules. If you're new, make sure you get there early to make sure you meet the instructors or gym managers. They can give you an overview of the class, policies, and give you an opportunity to ask questions. If you're late, don't just go on the mats. Wait for the instructor to see you and ask them if you can enter. 
Some gyms have a lateness policy, again, for safety reasons. So if you arrive way past the warm-up, then you're risking injuring yourself. Remove your shoes depending on the style of the gym. Just ask whoever's there where you should and shouldn't have your shoes. Your face ends up on the mat from time to time, not even from time to time. There's going to be, like, you're probably going to have your face on the mat, like, more likely than not in jiu-jitsu. So um, you wouldn't want your face to end up where a dirty shoe that potentially stepped in pee, poop, or God knows what else, um, yeah, on your face. Don't be shy. Greet people. Make sure you greet whoever's around you. If you're visiting or new to the gym, people will be more than happy to help you. Um, here are the, um, the etiquette for being on the mats. Line up in belt order. So for those of you guys that don't know the level, um, like the belt for jujitsu, the first belt is white, then it goes blue, purple, brown, and then black, or then like coral. If you're like been training since you were five or like out of the womb and you're now 65 years old and you've been training nonstop for that time, it's usually a Gracie, <laughs> but in any event, all jokes aside, um, this is the order. And then you usually line up from highest belt, which is black to lowest belt, which is white. Then after that, it goes by number of stripes, four being the highest amount. If you look behind you or next to you and you're ahead of someone that you shouldn't be, just adjust. Don't talk while the instructor, the jujitsu instructor is talking. Self-explanatory. You need to know what you're going to do and other people need to know too. So if you're talking, they most likely can't hear. So just be respectful. Let the higher belt do the move first. This just goes along with respect as well as them maybe understanding a movement a bit better than you do. Sometimes if they offer to let you go first, then by all means, go ahead. But keep in mind, the instructor slash professor slash coach might have a problem with it. Um, I've had this happen, like where like I was a lower belt and then the upper belt was like, hey, you try it first. And the coach was like, no, you do it. I don't know if that was a coach being on that um, particular um, jujitsu person's but, but yeah, just keep in mind that you should always let the upper belt go first. Oh, um, for something else, if you, if you're a nogi and you can't tell just, you could always ask and, and that's always fine. And also that goes for the, the belt thing too. Like if you're not sure, like, because in nogi you don't have a belt and there's no, like if you're at a gym that doesn't use ranked rash guards, then you could always just ask and be like, Hey, um, I'm new. Where should I stand? Or, um, you know, just put yourself at the end of the line to be respectful. Just humble yourself. If the higher BJJ belt is doing the move wrong or with some variation, don't tell them that they're doing it wrong. Um, there's nothing more uh, annoying than hearing, well, that's not how the coach did it. Yeah, like seriously, that's so effing annoying. We're all learning. And even if the person has been training for their whole life, sometimes they'll make a mistake or have a little bit of a different way of doing it instead of saying like, you know, saying that's not how the coach did it. Um, just ask them if there's a reason why, or maybe polite them ask if that's the way they're supposed to be doing it. It's like, Hey, or something like, Oh, um, didn't the coach say to go this way? Because most of the time what will be like, Oh, actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. Oh, I messed that up. And also it's just like as an upper belt that does make mistakes. Like, 
Like, it does make me feel super bad when someone is like, well, yo, you're doing it wrong, and they point it out. So, like, I like to be sensitive to other people. Like, I've been with upper belts that are like, oh, that's the wrong way, or they're unable to do the move because of, like, you know, maybe that's not something they're good at, or they're not, you know, it's just it just happens. I just kind of, like, never, not point it out, but just kind of ask, or like, oh, is that the reason? Is there a reason? And, yeah, as I said, although this is an article for white belts, Keep in mind, this is like if you're an upper belt or if you've been training for a while, just keep in mind that you don't want to make someone feel shitty. So, but yeah. Going on, if you're stronger than your partner, don't go crazy or ham on them. Respect their size and know better than to use all of your strength with them. This should go without saying, but if you're 120 um, kg or... um or like 265 pounds, I believe it is, and pure muscle, there's no reason for you to go full super say on a person who is 65 kg or like 143 pounds. You should roll with everyone. It doesn't matter if you're a woman on their first white belt day or, you know, someone that's really small or whatever. Just be mindful and such or be more technical when it comes to um, rolling with someone smaller and less experienced than you. Um, you're not winning anything by beating up um, anyone at the gym. Let's save that for competition. Yeah, again, it like, and this goes for again, I white belts, but there are variations of white belts. There are white belts that are going to start today doing jujitsu, and there are white belts that have been doing it, and they're like at the edge of blue belt. Like it, there's no reason for you to try to win and you know accidentally hurt someone when it comes to training. When it's time to roll, don't directly ask a higher belt to roll. Um, when it comes to like positional sparring or like, you know, open mats, um, you should wait to be asked to roll, um, rolled with, or, um, let's say you see someone that's an upper belt that is, you know, kind of sitting around, uh, you should say something that shows them respect. So for example, it should be something like, can you teach me something in a role or can you beat me up a little bit or, you know, Hey, you know, I really, um, would you mind training with me? Just again, when it, when it comes to being a white belt, you always want to humble yourself. Um, and also if you're like, yo, let's roll to like an upper belt. It's it in the traditional sense, it comes off as you like trying to challenge them. So, you know, you just want to, and of course, like if you don't have as much experience as someone that has a higher belt, you don't want them to like be out there, like kind of making an example of you and whooping your ass around the gym. So yeah, just make sure you're respectful about asking people to roll. Um, when it gets to the end of class, make sure your gi is straight, belt is tied. And, um, this goes before rolling and before the, the class ends. Um, me personally, I'm not a hundred percent sure why that is. Um, I don't know if it's like a traditional thing that's happened throughout like jujitsu training and history, but, um, it is respectful and, you know, you do look neat and whatnot as a class ends. So you start the class in a neat, um, unfixed gi attire and you're ending the, cl- ending the class in the same way. Also, if your belt is untied and your gi is open, some people are super skilled in using lapels for getting better positions and ultimately, ultimately getting submissions. So just, um, yeah, like, you know, when it comes to training, it it also helps you out. Like you don't want someone to get an advantage of, uh, like, you know, an upper hand or an advantage in the beginning of the role. You want them to 
work up to those advantages. So always, you know, have your gi and belt together. Um, another thing, try your very hardest not to curse. This, this one was for me because I am a big cursor. I'm like, when I put out content on um, Instagram, follow me, black girl, white gi underscore BJJ. But like, I do try to put out content to make sure that I don't curse. And in the gym, um, just because I had, um, I had a coaches yelling, yelling at me for cursing. And like one coach got really pissed at me because I, I cursed. I was like, ah, shit in the middle of a roll. And he's like, don't you dare curse at me. And I'm like, I wasn't trying to curse at you. It was just my own frustration. But in any event, um, going on this one in particular is difficult for me because I've trained with dudes who curse all the time. After training, we're always chatting and we curse when we talk. So naturally, because of the comfort level, we're going to curse when rolling. This is especially true when you're getting frustrated. Especially watch your mouth when rolling with your coach or any higher belt. As I said, I've gotten yelled at for, at this. Um, I've gotten yelled at for this, and I'm trying to be a lot more mindful. Um, and now for um, etiquette things for after a after class or after you have a roll. Make sure you say thank you to everyone you train with or um, or rolled with and to the coach. Um, you know, most of the times at the end of the class when you're um, you line up like everyone, you're going to go around and say, you know, good work, good work, good work. So you will get a chance to tell everyone thank you that you've trained and rolled with. But yeah, going on, every person in the gym is there to help you and you are there to help them and each class or session by saying thank you. Of course, thank the coach for the class and feel free to ask them questions at the end. Um, next, wait for the coach to formally dismiss the class before moving or talking to a friend. The coach might have something he wants to recap or some general announcement or whatnot. Just make sure the class is over so you don't miss anything. Usually a good indication of the end of class is applause or an ooze or anything like this. So yeah, just be mindful of that because you don't want to be that person like, oh yeah, la la la, when he's like, and he, you get that weird look when you're talking while the coach is talking, which goes back to the other etiquette thing. But anyway, these are just some of the um, of the etiquette that I've learned. But of course, there are there are gyms that are more or less strict when it comes to the rules of their gym. It seems like a lot, but I promise it gets easier once you get into training. It's like this thing where, you know, it's a habit thing. So as you learn the habits of the gym, then you'll get right into it. Everything in, in, is in place for you to be safe, hygienic, and have a great time on the mats. And of course, for respect. I really hope this helps some newbies that walk to their walk into their first jujitsu class um, to not feel so nervous or feel like they're like misstepping anywhere or doing anything wrong. Yeah, so guys, yeah, this was a small list. I'm sure there are other things that in your gym or in, in other gyms that are different or the same, but what I would like to know for the end of this episode is what are some of the rules or mat etiquette that you've learned? Um, would love to talk about it more, of course, on Instagram. Please follow me if you haven't done so already. Um, it's at blackgirlwhitegee underscore bjj. And if you guys haven't done so already, I have a new line of merch out that I'm super excited about. So if you guys, um, you know, go to blackgirlwhitegee.com and check it out in the shop. Um, you know, I'm starting small. 
it's something I've been working on for a minute and I hope you guys you know go in there and um, see something you like and support support the brand but anyway guys thank you so much for listening thank you for taking the time to come with me on the mats and I will talk to you next time bye Thank you so much for listening to this blog post episode of Matt Chats with Black Girl White Gee. Remember, this post is available on blackgirlwhitegee.com in written form so you can get any links or anything you might have missed while listening. If you haven't done so, please subscribe and rate this podcast. It's much appreciated. Again, I'm your host, Jess D, and I hope to see you next time. Bye.